Hi, everybody. My name is Emily, host of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. In the health and fitness space, there can be so many rules, recommendations, and oftentimes restrictions. On this show, we talk all things freedom. Whether you've been training for years or are looking to take the first steps in your health and fitness journey, this show will fuel your body, mind, and soul to break free from what you've heard in the past and find your version of health and fitness, the one that works for you. Now let's fuel our freedom. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of the Fuel Your Freedom podcast. We are on episode six, and today we are talking about three reasons that going all out in your training is ruining your progress. Now, if you're like me, you probably enjoy a good hard workout now and again, right? I think we all really like that feeling of pushing ourselves, of accomplishing something new, of pushing the limits to see how much and how far we can go. But going all out all the time at that high intensity, at that high volume, isn't good, right? It's it's actually holding us back from making progress. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So in fitness, doing the same exercises over and over isn't productive either, right? So if I were to squat a 25-pound dumbbell at a certain point, that dumbbell isn't going to feel very heavy, especially when we're in a position throughout our lives where we have to lift up a heavier weight. So carrying grocery bags, picking up a toddler multiple times throughout the day, we're going to have to push the body into those new realms, right? So we're going to have to pick up a dumbbell that's heavier than 25 pounds. This is the principle of progressive overload, right? And similar to how doing the same thing over and over isn't very productive or doesn't bring us the, isn't the most optimal, I should say, to bring us closer to our goals. Training at the same intensity isn't good for the body either, especially when that intensity is too high, right? When it's too low, we're just not stressing the body. It'd be the same idea as picking up that same light dumbbell, but then lifting things in everyday life that are heavier than 25 pounds, right? We're not going to get stronger at a certain point that body adapts to our dumbbell. And when we train at a high intensity, right, we're just not going anywhere. We can't recover from that training, right? So this magic of progressive overload lies in the smart progression and programmed times of lower intensity and higher intensity training, right? It can be a common misconception that we get stronger, better, healthier, etc. Whatever our goals may be, we achieve our goals from the training. But that's simply not true. We actually, when we think about it, achieve the goals by recovering from the training that we do in the gym. Just pause to think about that for a minute, right? It's not the squats that make you better. It's not the squats that make you stronger. Yes, those are the stress placed on the body. But we actually get stronger from recovering from those squats. By the body learning, hey, I need to be able to squat a 50-pound toddler as I pick them up off the ground, right? I need to be able to lift all these heavy grocery bags and perform a heavy carry as I carry my groceries in and up the stairs to the top floor, right? I live in an upstairs apartment, so 
for me, I carry all my groceries upstairs. Um, and chances are you at least have a few coming right into your house. I think most, most places do, but regardless, we have to be strong enough and adapt for those everyday lives. That adaptation comes in the recovery, in the times that we take away from the gym when we're not pushing intensity. When we're training, we're learning, adapting, growing, getting healthier, and making progress. There's likely an end goal or time that we're working towards hitting, right? This end thing, if you will, is where we want to peak in training. So one of the best examples is a race. When we have a race on the calendar, that's the event we're preparing for at the end of the training cycle. We're not looking to hit a PR in our pace on a random Tuesday afternoon, right? That That's not the idea. We're looking to hit a goal at the end of the cycle. So by adjusting the intensity and the volume of training in a smart way, we can prepare ourselves to peak, to perform at our highest level for that last event on the calendar, right? But it doesn't even just have to be racing. At Unity, we program in six to eight week cycles. Week six is always that PR week. That's where we want to push the intensity or the weight that we lift. It's not on the first week of a new program, right? The first week is for learning newer movements. Typically, it's a deload from the PR week, the light, the week before, so that the body can recover as we bring ourselves into our new phase. But if we never have these ebbs and flows in training intensity, instead of training, we may be simply straining the body, right? Now, a little bit of strain is good. We want to push the body outside its limits, but we need to recover from that. Like I said before, if we're just straining all the time, stress is high. We might notice the body breaking down. We feel like we can't recover. Injury risk might be decreased. There's nothing good here, right? We want to make sure we're training intelligently, incorporating periods of higher and lower intensity. And again, intensity is weight lifted, higher and lower volume or the amount of reps and sets and exercises that we're doing. And all throughout, there should be a good balance of movement patterns within each of our training sessions, right? So I think by now you've probably grasped that all out, high intensity, high volume is bad for our training. It just simply strains the body in ways we can't recover from. Now, this level will be different for everyone, but there is a level where your body will start to break down, where you can't push anymore. And that's where smart, intelligently programmed training comes in. But let's talk three specific reasons why training at this all-out high intensity may be holding you back. First and foremost, I've said it before, your body needs recovery, right? That's where we get better. That's where we improve. If we don't take time to recover and regenerate, injury risk goes up, the body breaks down, and there's chances are we won't reach our end goal. Now, let's talk the difference between recovery and regeneration. While they sound similar, I think it's an important distinction to make between the two. For me, I distinguish based on the EXOS methodology, recovery is passive, right? This includes time off from the gym, sitting around, sleeping, etc. We're not actually quote unquote doing anything. But recovery happens, yeah, recovery happens when we're not doing anything, right? But regeneration is active. This includes walking, foam rolling, and other soft tissue work, appointments with a massage therapist, chiropractor, physical therapy, mobility sessions, etc. 
It's practices that we actively participate in to move the needle forward and help repair our body for a tough training session, right? So recovery is just waiting around. That body will repair itself. We know that it will. Regeneration is giving the body a little bit more feedback and encouraging that body to repair itself faster. Now let's move on to our second reason that going all out is holding you back. You get trapped in an all or nothing cycle. Now I talked about this in episode three when I talked about the power of living in that gray area. If you haven't listened to the episode or read the blog post on it, I'll include a short recap here, but you should go back and listen to that. The all or nothing cycle is terrible for our progress. When we get stuck in a stop and go cycle, there's way less movement forward than if we simply took smaller, more consistent action steps, right? You see this all the time in dieting. When people cut calories super low, it's unsustainable. They then spike calories way back up, regain any weight that they lost, and then they're back in that same position that they were in, right? So that's that all or nothing mentality. It's that stop. It's that go. There's no coast. There's no nice, smooth movement forward. It's a stop and go. So we either end up reversing some of the progress we made or get frustrated with simply having to quote unquote start over each time there's a setback. That's no way to live life and definitely not a way to approach a health and fitness goal. But when we train out all out and never take a break, super high intensity, there's no deloads, there's no day off, the body will force you to take a day off. This could be through a small setback like exhaustion or fatigue, or it could be through a larger one such as an injury. But your body knows if you're not listening to what it's telling you, it will show you explicitly what it needs, right? So this all or nothing mentality can really set us back. We're either training all out or we're not training at all. But when we find that ebb and flow, we find those periods of higher intensity and lower intensity we're able to sustain training over the long term. No longer is it a situation where we are forced to take a break. It's a situation where we want to take a break, right? Where we want to step back. And this leads me to our next and final reason that going all out is holding you back. So number three is you start doing things because you have to not because you want to or because you enjoy the process of doing them. Now, there are times we have to rely on discipline. Making it to the gym or training hard won't always be rainbows and sunshine, and we're not going to be motivated 100% of the time. That's just how it is. I've talked on this before. If you've seen any of my posts on Instagram, I probably have quite a few on this topic. There are going to be times when we have to rely on discipline over motivation, right? It's just what we have to do. We have to go in, we have to get in the reps, get in the workout, and move on with our day. But when we're training at a high intensity, it can become a form of control over our lives. Instead of us controlling the training, the training can start to control us. We start to feel like we have to do these things. We start to not want to do them. We may even start to resent our goals and training, right? You might feel a sense of obligation that you just have to get this done. And this isn't like a one-time thing. This isn't all the time. Every time you step in the gym, you're dreading the training. You just don't want to do it, but you know that you have to, right? 
We should enjoy our training. This isn't a way to train. It's not fun, right? When we take time away from those heavy, high intensity days, and we take time to deload and recover, we come back with a renewed passion and excitement for that training. Our body is recovered, ready to take on another high intensity or high volume training because we gave it that time off. We're not simply just pushing and pushing and pushing, forcing our body through what it cannot go through because we're not recovering from it, right? Like I said, that leads us back to number two. Our body will explicitly tell us what it needs, and if it needs time off, it will let you know. We just have to listen to it. So there you have it. Three ways that going all out high intensity training is bad for you if you're doing it all of the time, never taking time, never taking a break, never taking a deload, never taking a rest day. It's not good. So that brings us to our empowered action for this week. Take time this week to think, how can we achieve this balance? There are times when we should train at higher intensities, and then there are times that daily movement and lower intensity movement should take priority and make up a big part of our training time. This week, take inventory of that time. How much are you spending at a high intensity? How much are you spending with active recovery or lower intensity work? How much time are you simply moving throughout the day? How much time are you dedicating to regeneration? So reminder, that's the active forms of recovery, foam rolling, stretching, mobility, etc. Tally all of that up. Then, as you do, take note of how you feel this week. If you're feeling achy, run down, blah, that's a technical term, blah, unmotivated, anxious, fatigued, etc. You might have to turn the dial up on your regeneration activities and turn down the dial on your training intensity, right? It might be time for a deload if you haven't taken one in a while. It can be difficult to listen to what our body's saying, but over time we can start to trust our body and what they're telling us about our health and fitness journey. It takes time. You're not going to get it maybe this week, right? But as we start to identify these patterns, we can then utilize them to influence our training moving forward to make more informed decisions on, ooh, you know what? It's not a deload, but I think I need one today. We start to listen to our body. We start to train in sync with our body instead of fighting it all the time, especially fighting it and pushing it through those high intensity, high volume workouts day after day after week after month after training cycle all right so that is all i have for you guys today thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode uh talking about a little bit of that high intensity and why we should fluctuate our training incorporate those periods of low intensity so i hope you guys have a good rest of your week and i will chat with you next week bye everybody Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fuel Your Freedom. Remember, this show is all about action. Now it's time to take what you've learned and implement it into your health and fitness journey or even just your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want more, don't forget to follow me on all my social media platforms at Coach Emily Meyer and the podcast on Instagram at Fuel Your Freedom Podcast. Thanks for listening, and I'll chat with you next time.